If you are inclined toward evil, you know that God is incomparably more inclined to do good and to do it even in and through you. St. Vincent de Paul celebration on the feast of our founder, St. Vincent de Paul. So along with the Daughters of Charity, the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, Vincentian Marian Youth, and so many other individuals and groups around the world who take their name and spirit from St. Vincent, our God Minute family gives glory to God indeed this 27th day of September, the Feast of Our Founder, St. Vincent de Paul. Welcome, my friends. I'm Father Ron. This is the God Minute. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips. And my mouth shall declare your praise. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
If there's one word that sums up the life of a disciple, it is transformation. The key word that really covers everything the Christian life is about. Transformation. Something becoming another thing. The call to follow in the footsteps of Jesus is a call to a lifelong process of conversion. It invites us to become another thing, changed people, people whose lives are characterized by love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, and humility. And today, friends, as you know, we celebrate the great feast of a man, our patron, St. Vincent de Paul, whose life exemplified that profound transformation and challenges us to do the same. Now, for those of you who don't know, a quick recap. Vincent de Paul was born to a poor peasant family in the southwest region of France, and it was in 1581 he was born. Though we now know him for his dedication to the poor, Vincent's early life was spent in a struggle to escape the poor and the impoverished life. His family shared the ambition, hoping that a career in the priesthood would better the family fortune. So as a boy, Vincent was entrusted to the Franciscans and was eventually ordained a priest at the remarkably young age of 19. And the priesthood at the time, it was a way to escape the farm and gain wealth and importance among the elite French society, you know, of 17th century France. And for the next 10 years, that's what he pursued to hobnob and rub elbows with those who had money and power. <laughs> Not exactly saint material, eh? <laughs> so I have hope. <laughs> but 10 years later, at the age of 29, his life was changed. Summoned to hear the dying confession of a peasant on the estate of a wealthy family, Vincent was profoundly moved by the man's faith and by his desire for the Lord in his life, that spiritual need that just wasn't being met. And Vincent experienced this, this new understanding of his vocation as a shepherd of souls, as a priest. And from that day onward, he was determined that his priesthood would be dedicated to the service of people like this man in confession, the poor, the forgotten, the marginalized. Transformation. His life was forever changed. Instead of focusing on his own aspirations and desires, Vincent turned his focus to God, towards relieving the spiritual impoverishment of others. And so Vincent then started 
his work. (laughs) He founded a congregation of mission priests and brothers who devoted themselves to the training of parish clergy and to mission work throughout the countryside. And that's us, the Congregation of the Mission, Vincentian Priests and Brothers. But then he didn't stop there. He established hospitals and orphanages. He reached out to prisoners and galley slaves. He organized groups of people, especially women, to help with the work of the poor. With the help of a devout widow, Louise de Marillac, he founded the Daughters of Charity, an unenclosed congregation of women devoted to serving the poor and the sick. His life inspired Frederick Ozenam, a college student, to organize the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, and and on and on. One man. (laughs) One man. So in love with God that he transformed the face of the church and society. And today, friends, we take up that mantle of charity and Christian love as disciples of Jesus under the patronage of St. Vincent de Paul. Because the transformation that Jesus modeled in his life and was at the heart of Vincent's spirituality, that doesn't just happen. It's not a thing that other people do. But to quote the piece of scripture from Isaiah that Vincent loves so dearly and that we just heard, he has sent me. Let's go forth and live that transformation, friends. Let us pray. Lord, you gave the command to love one another. Renew the spirit of our vocation as your disciples, that we may joyfully devote our lives to the service of our brothers and sisters, your sons and daughters, in the spirit of St. Vincent de Paul. We ask and trust through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you, friends, for joining us today on this great feast of our founder and patron. And may God's blessing be with you in protection this day in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Vincent de Paul, pray Pray for us. us. Amen. Have a beautiful day, friends. We'll see you tomorrow.